He made a fair move. Screaming about it can't help you. Let him have it. It's not wise to upset a Wookiee. But, sir, nobody worries about upsetting a droid. That's because a droid don't pull people's arms out of their sockets when they lose. Wookiees are known to do that. I see your point, sir. I suggest a new strategy, R2. Let the Wookiee win. You've never heard of the Millennium Falcon? Should I have? It's a ship that made the Kessel Run less than 12 parsecs. Welcome to Kessel Run Weekly. I'm Heather. And I'm Danny. And on today's episode, we are going to talk a little news and maybe a little editorial exposition stuff after that to go into because we've all heard the news, right? Oh, yeah. Definitely. I mean, I think I've seen 20 different iterations of the same article (laughs) uh, just over the past week. Um, of oh my gosh they've left they've done this they've done this is Lucasfilm in trouble and all yeah. this other kind of stuff it's just like now you're just starting fires to start fires so. exactly <laughs> so um, I figured we could talk about uh, them maybe on a different in a different yeah definitely different point of view because yeah. it is from a certain point of view <laughs> perspective Definitely. Um, so yeah. So and, and obviously, I'm sure you figured out by now. The news that we are talking about is everything from the recent untitled Han Solo film. Um, mixed feelings with it across the fandom, um, as far as how um, both I think it's Philip Lord and Chris Miller. I think is I think I got that right. Um, but yeah, but uh, Lord and Miller, the uh, now previous directors um were fired from the film um although everybody's like oh they were they were just like they, they parted ways they were fired they were fired <laughs> they, were, they were definitely nobody fired. leaves at the end no. of their movie i mean they were right. already done shooting almost i mean right they were they were starting a reshoot schedule they I mean, were, yeah on. they were already starting a re this is unprecedented you just definitely. don't throw people mm-hmm. out this close to the end of their movie. Right. Um, exactly. I mean, this is huge. Uh, it, it, definitely huge for a Star Wars film, even. Because um, I know, I remember when everybody was up in arms about Rogue One had reshoots. And they were like, oh no, is Rogue One in trouble? What's happening? Da, 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 da. And like freaking out. And it ended up being that the reshoots were the amazing Vader scene at the end. It wasn't even a reshoot. It was just adding to the movie, <laughs> um, which ended up being great. And I mean, I feel like we're in an age of reshoots where you hear that with just about every major movie, oh, or especially with Marvel, DC, Star Wars, literally the nerd fandom, any of those comic book movie or fantasy movie uh, kind of projects, you always hear about reshoots and stuff. Um, and like it's a bad word or something, <laughs> but I mean this, like you said, this is unprecedented um, at this point because they were pretty much done. They were starting right. with, I mean, they were, I think they were actually finished with principal photography or almost finished one of the two. Um, but they yeah, weren't quite finished, but they, I yeah. mean, to replace them over the way they ran their sets mm-hmm. is, well, it wasn't even just that either. Um, it was the way that they ran the set and the way they uh, interacted with the actors. But what, at least what Lucasfilm has said mostly was uh, cr- differences in creative vision. 
Right. Um, because those directors were known for 21 Jump Street and kind of the, not I don't really want to say slapstick comedy, but the kind of almost crude comedy kind of right. deal. Um, and even I think I saw, I read an article where uh, Alden Ehrenreich, who is uh, playing Han Solo, even said that it almost felt like an, like the way he was directed for, to play Han Solo from them was almost Ace Ventura like. And when I saw that, I was like, ooh, that's not okay at all. <laughs> and so it kind of makes me wonder what else happened in the film. Right. And mm-hmm. so they hired this team of directors mm-hmm. that have a specific aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And then because they see something in them, but these directors feel like they've already worked their way into the industry and they don't really they can pretty much do whatever they want on Star Wars movie. Mm, see. I mean, this is a franchise, a Disney franchise yeah. mm-hmm. that make or break people. And mm-hmm. they thought they could just kind of waltz around and do whatever they wanted with their movie. So right. that brings me to my question to you is mm-hmm. who is it that, I'm not talking about owns the story mm-hmm. because obviously we know who, you know, legally owns the story. Right. But mm-hmm. whose story is it really? Yeah. I mean, so, is it the creators? Mm-hmm. Is it the fans? Is it the mm-hmm. owners? I mean. Mm-hmm. Some would argue that it's Lawrence Kasdan. Because <laughs> um, he, he's actually, I believe he's been involved with Empire strikes back like pretty much every major star wars story he's had a hand in um from the original trilogy prequel trilogy like he's had a hand in just about everything and he has a story that he is telling and a lot of the backlash that the previous directors got was because like they would go through and direct it away and it was almost under the guise of oh we're still telling the story but it was almost some some apparently close to the project um, reported to EW that even though it was technically right, it was enough directing one way or the other to almost change the story ideas and change the story structure, um, which caused big issues. Um, and they really rubbed in the wrong way. But I mean, as far as overall story, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say it's the fan story. They I mean, think it is. Right. I mean, maybe they're telling a story for fans. Well, that's the point but, I'm kind of yeah. trying to make, though, is mm-hmm. that it's the creator of the story that is the story. Mm-hmm. They are the ones that should drive the story. Absolutely. And Definitely. If your vision doesn't come to fruition. Mm-hmm on a movie because you had a theory and you really wanted it to be right. (laughs) Yeah. But it wasn't. And so now the whole franchise is ruined because you don't like Jar Jar. Right. Or something or whatever it is at that, Mm -hmm. during that movie. I don't understand why is this particular fandom Mm -hmm. feels that, the only way to truly enjoy the fandom is to hate it. I've seen that a lot. Um, 
And, and I really, I, I don't get it because it's one of those things like, I mean, like if your kid did something wrong or cut his hair a certain way or started wearing certain clothes, you're not going to hate him. <laughs> you love him no matter what. And I mean, it may be that's a little too committal for me. I don't know. But I mean, as far as Star Wars goes, I feel the same way. But it's to like me, this is more like the fans are more like teenagers mm -hmm. and their mom says, yeah. I need you to go clean your room and then you can go out with your friends. And they're mm -hmm. like, I hate you. I never <laughs> loved you. And I'm just going to go away forever. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Um, and, and I mean, at least from the the circle of fans that I've been <sighs> been around as far as <laughs> been around as far as like seeing an Instagram and Facebook and everything. Um, thank goodness. We haven't really come across any hateful people. We or, haven't at all. Or, actually. Yeah. I mean, you guys are amazing and we love that you uh, like to take this journey with us and love to listen to our podcast with us. It's and just even so sad that, but, you yeah. know, fans like the people that we get to encounter get a bad name. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Because, yeah. So many people are so much louder than we are. Mm -hmm. and, and I mean, and I feel like, and, and even though there, I mean, there's always going to be negativity and anything that happens, right. there's going to be somebody who didn't like something. Um, but with Lord and Miller's track record, um, I don't know. Like I was apprehensive with them directing from the beginning. Cause I can, cause I mean, they have kind of goofball movies that they do, which not to say that they're bad. I mean, I enjoyed 21 Jump Street. Uh, it was a little much at parts for me. Um, cause, I mean, it, it gets kind of kind of in your face a few times. Uh, but I mean, at the same time, it had hilarious moments. But as far as not saying that they were trying to make 21 Han Solo or whatever, um, in the same sense, it's their style. That is. And I can't they see Han Solo being that because even though he's the lovable goofball, the scoundrel, the nerf herder i mean he's still not funny he's goofy he gets himself into funny situations uh his cockiness is hilarious right but at the same time he is not a funny character he's not no. cracking jokes while he's doing the falcon um he's not he, he's not doing any of that he he is who he is and i feel like that may and, and without seeing the product i can't 100 percent say um but i feel like that may have gotten lost in translation, at least from the reports from, from whatever source EW has, uh, Inter entertainment weekly, whoever that is, they've said that that's the direction. A lot of that stuff was going and it was causing friction between the directors and the actors, the crew, the everything, especially with Kathleen Kennedy. Um, which I mean, if you're, if you're going to go, Oh yeah, I'm totally going to take whatever liberties I want in a franchise movie. That's like walking up to Kevin Feige with Marvel and going, you know what? I don't care how you want to do this. I'm going to do my own movie. Dude's going to give you the boot too. Because <laughs> you've got this you've got this universe that you've already built. And sure, play in the sandbox. Make it your own to a degree. You still have you to use the sand that's in the sandbox. Exactly. I love that. <laughs> um, absolutely. And, and, that, and that's where I feel like that friction may have gone from what I've read about what's going on with that and everything. Cause I'm, I'm seeing articles where it's Kathleen Ken has Kathleen Kennedy uh, lost control of Lucasfilm. Should she still be in charge? Also that kind of stuff. It's like, what are you talking about? 
Like that doesn't make any sense because she's proven her track record. She was in, she was uh, a executive producer with Jurassic Park and a lot of other big name blockbusters. I mean, she and Force Awakens, Rogue One. Like she has not let down. Which I mean, I'm sure some people would argue that that they didn't like them. Cool, teach their own. I absolutely loved them. I haven't felt let down by Star Wars yet. I haven't um, either. And so, but I, but I watch yeah. it with such an open mind, though. Right. Mm-hmm. I do. I watch it with an open mind. Story. It's someone yeah. else's story that I am allowed to watch because right. they have allowed me to watch it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yeah, they get paid, and I'm not saying they don't get paid, but mm-hmm. I mean, they didn't have to bring that story into the public, right? And they don't have to continue to make it, you know, mm-hmm. they don't have to do it as well as they do. And mm-hmm. I think that they do a great job, personally. I definitely do. And I think uh, that Kathleen Kennedy is brave for doing what she did. Mm-hmm. And now definitely. she shouldn't have, I mean, it, they shouldn't have been hired in the beginning, personally. I, I would mean, agree with that. That is their aesthetic. That is their vision. Mm-hmm. And therefore they should know mm-hmm. that, you know, but if you never give anybody a chance, then. True. But they I mean, should have known that have, a year yeah. ago or however long ago. When whenever it, it started. Whenever yeah. it started, they should have said, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't shape up, we're going to have to let you go. Right. But who knows? Maybe they did and they just didn't. Mm-hmm. Well, I wasn't I think there. It, so. Exactly. Um, and I mean, from the limited view we get, I mean, it looks like it was just a difference in vision. Right. They're used to making this kind of film and this, like you said, this is their aesthetic. But you can't walk into a franchise and just expect that you get to make your own movie and get to do whatever you want. Yes, put your creative input in. Right. Put your creative vision into it to a degree. Make it somewhat your movie, but the the realist the reality of it is is that it's still someone else's story. You are there to direct someone else's story. You can make it your own a little bit, but when you start taking too many liberties and things like that, this is what happens. I mean, yeah. Marvel would have Marvel Studios would have done the same exact thing. Um, but that's what's kept them successful. That's the biggest thing. Because, I mean, Marvel, I mean, I, I keep going back to that, but Marvel has had a track record from the first Iron Man all the way up to Civil War being the latest one. I mean, or, yeah, Civil I don't know why I just forgot. <laughs> no, not Civil War. Doctor Strange being the, la- the latest one. Um, but, I mean, it, it, they've had such a long track record of all of these movies sharing one universe, being cohesive to a degree, to where they acknowledge each other and things like that. Um, you don't do that by going, oh, hey, you're a good director. I kind of liked your movie you did here. Hey, do whatever you want, man. That's cool. Right. That's not how that works. I mean, I believe that they even had um, one director. I can't remember his name. I want to say it was Scott. No, it wasn't Scott Derrickson because he directed Strange, I believe. But there was a director that they had uh, for Ant-Man originally before they settled on the one they actually ended with. Ant-Man was in trouble as well. But this happened when in the writing and pre-production and all that kind of stuff. This was before they even started filming. Um, he had creative differences with Marvel because gotcha. they wouldn't let him do what he wanted. 
And that's the thing, though, is that it, this isn't your story. This isn't your story. Yeah. If you wrote it, if if you you and the writer are buddies, whatever. Now, when George you Lucas it, was making it. Star Wars, he could make yeah. the movie he wanted. You know why? Because it was his movie. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Definitely. Um, so, I mean, and all these people saying uh, that Lucasfilm is in trouble and should Kathleen Kennedy be fired, it's ridiculous. And in all honesty, I feel like it's clickbait. Um, because I feel like it's just a little much for this because she's making the decision that's best for Lucasfilm, whether it be a good decision or a bad decision, it's to be determined. Um, that movie hasn't been made yet. <laughs> I mean, just being realistic now, they may be starting from the ground up on it. Um, uh, from what I understand, the release date's the same for next well, they year. they said that a lot of it's yeah. very usable. Yeah. There were just key scenes, I think, is what it was that right, needed that to, be had to be reshot. re-shot. Yeah, which is totally fine because that means that part of Lord and Miller's vision will be in there. More power to them. <laughs> That's perfectly fine. Um, and then also, one thing I saw, I think it was, I can't remember where I saw it, but talking about the uh, Directors Guild, where there was a question of whether or not Lord and Miller will actually get credit to the movie. Cause I think it was that they had to do over 90% of the movie. Uh, they had to direct 90% of the movie in order for their name to be on it at all um, or required to be on it or something like that. So I wonder how that'll play in. I mean, I wouldn't imagine that Lucasfilm would just be like, bump y'all. See you later. You don't get any credit. I mean, I would imagine in some capacity, they may be mentioned. Maybe. Um, I yeah. Don't know. In a small capacity, but that would be, because I think the 90% was for them to actually be named directors. Right. Because that'd be a little strange with Lord and Miller, Ron Howard. Right. <laughs> like, you've got three different directors for one movie. But, I mean, if it's a good movie, then fine. Yeah. I, I have no problem I mean, with that. Yeah. But that that leads me to another question. Um, yeah. Is the market becoming a little oversaturated with Star Wars? Personally, I don't believe so. You don't see. <laughs> I, I, I could never have enough. <laughs> you could never have enough. And yeah. I, I think that you may be right. Because mm-hmm. I've thought for a while that I believe that it is becoming oversaturated. Mm-hmm. Not because it has hit a saturation point at yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are still putting out excellent content. Absolutely. Um. It doesn't feel like it's plateaued or anything like no, that. No, not even close. Right. Um, I'm not even saying that. I'm saying yeah. at the current rate, mm-hmm. um, putting out what they have been putting out, mm-hmm. how long can the Disney machine possibly keep running this particular mm-hmm. m- engine? I can see what you're saying. Uh, Cause I mean, I can see from that point of view where, I mean, I could see where it feels like you're, it's almost like you mine something to where there's nothing there anymore. Right. But I mean, you walk into Walmart yeah. and every aisle has got something Star Wars on it. Something. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And I mean, granted we're buying it. Oh, I yeah. mean, it's there <laughs> because we're buying it, but I'm Comes just, my apartment, I promise you. <laughs> yeah. And um, it just makes me wonder because, like, you're worried that Rebels is ending and there's nothing to take mm-hmm. its place yet, except for mm-hmm. Forces of Destiny. And mm-hmm. it still hasn't come out. But, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, right. 
exactly. It's like um, when Rebels leaves, there won't be anything to take its place, right? Mm. Except Forces of Destiny and a new right. movie and right. a whole <laughs> bunch of new books and yeah. uh, comic series. Mm -hmm. Two of them, I think. And anyway, it, yep. I, still excellent content. Right. I just hope that they're not surfing over sharks soon. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I hope not either. Um, I, I don't see that happening because, I don't know, the way I look at it is because, I mean, Marvel is a, a brother to Lucasfilm right now. They're in the same Disney family. Um, you see the longevity that Marvel has had so far. Right. And they're still going. Even Kevin Feige has said that they already have like the next three phases planned, um, the next few Marvel movies planned before Infinity War even comes out in two years. Um, so with that being said, I mean, the planning is just never ending. Now, granted, Marvel, I feel like, has more to mine for um, because they have that vast universe. But the thing is, is Star Wars is... It's a different universe than Star Wars because those characters have yet to be discovered. Exactly. Where Marvels have always been, have all been named. Exactly. They're all there. Because um, Marvel has got a lot to mine as far as like characters. And, right. you know, I'm talking <sighs> supply and demand as far as. I got you. Eventually, it's going to just, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe it won't. Mm -hmm. And I hope I don't see it happen in my lifetime. <laughs> I agree with you for sure. Because I, I don't know what I would do without my daily dose of Star Wars. If they, if they, but I mean, if they keep churning out the Star Wars at this mm -hmm. rate for my entire lifespan, you know, and and producing quality content like they've been doing, yeah, I think that that's pretty cool. Absolutely, and I and I have a feeling that they will. In all honesty, I mean, because I love the Marvel movies as well. And the Star Wars, I mean, obviously, obviously, I love them. I'm here. <laughs> uh, obviously. Um, Disney always, even in their parks, um, demands the highest quality. Right. Um, they don't settle. And that's what's cool about Disney. Because I know there was a lot of apprehension over the acquisition of Lucasfilm and everything. Um, kind of darth mickey and all this other kind of stuff and and that's the thing is like I, I get that and but at the same time disney has not let us down in any way some people would argue against that i'm sure um but everything i've seen from lucasfilm to marvel studios to even down to their disney parks uh disneyland disney world they don't do anything halfway um if it is not ready it doesn't happen um and i i have more respect for that than let's just pump it out for the sake of pumping it out uh, and getting it out there. And I think that's one of my apprehensions about the Han Solo movie is that right now, and depending on how far they're done already, because obviously we're not privy to that exact information. Um, but depending on how much footage they have and how much they actually have to do, I mean, I don't know that unless, I mean, unless they do pull it out, I, I just, it makes me apprehensive for the Han Solo movie to feel so last minute. Uh, for them to finish it. I would rather them push back the date and have something polished and amazing. They might very well do that. I right. mean, or I don't know. There, I read an article today. I was looking for news for this particular 
yeah. about um, the head actor playing Han Solo. I know I should know yeah. his name. I'm terrible. Oh, with Iron Man, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. terrible with names. Anyway, so, but that he's had to have like acting lessons and stuff. That's right. You sent that to me. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, they might push it back or they might just say, you know, maybe this movie wasn't the best idea to begin with. But I think yeah. like, you know, when we discussed the the movie in our previous mm. episode, you know, I think that it would be cool to have the movie and I would prefer them also to push it back rather than just mm -hmm. push it out because right. they promised a date. But I know a lot of people mm -hmm. wouldn't be happy about that. But people True. won't be happy yeah. either way. I think that that's yep. been proven. Unfortunately. <laughs> but I mean, and that's the thing is that the I, I, I firmly believe that the vast majority of the fandom um, is happy with the direction. I mean, I haven't talked when I was even down at Celebration. See, I didn't you've talk gotten to, one... to talk to people. I don't get to talk yeah. to people. <laughs> <laughs> you get to talk to me. I do. <laughs> I get to talk to you. Um, but yeah, I mean, down at Celebration, I mean, anybody I talked to, I didn't have anybody who was just like, oh man, how much do you hate the prequels? Or, oh dude, that Jar Jar. Like, I mean, there were people who poked fun, obviously. Um, there were satirical kind of costumes and things like that. But it was all in good fun. Like, nobody was hateful. Um, I didn't run into anybody that I would consider mean. Um, I'm sure there were mean people there. I mean, but at the same time, it was like a Star Wars utopia of sorts. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was great. And and I love that I really, uh, that, I, that nobody there hated that anything happened the way it did. There were people that had differing, differing opinions. Um, some people were not excited for the Last Jedi trailer. Perfectly fine. That was the cool part about it, is that it was fine that you didn't like it. Why didn't you like it? Cool, let's have a conversation about it. Right. That's what it was. And that's what where it needs to stay. Because when it gets into the, let's just bash it for the sake of bashing it, or everyone else loves it, well, I hate it. Um, okay, cool, let's have a conversation. Let's talk about it. Why do you not like it? Let's, I mean, because that's the thing, is like even when you and I differ in opinion, Rarely, but when we do different opinion, it's a cool conversation. It is a cool conversation. You don't, yeah, you see someone's someone else's point of view, and it's a lot of things that you didn't see before. But your point and of so, view is not an affront to mine. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> and that's what's cool. It's that respect between fans and just the respect for the franchise as a whole, uh, the story as a whole, that we can just enjoy it. Like, example, my husband is vehemently against Jar Jar and episode <laughs> one in general. Uh-huh. Okay. He's not a big fan of the prequels. Um, he likes the story. He wants, mm -hmm. you know, he is the one that got me to read the books because okay. he was very adamant. No, you can't just watch the movie. You have to read the books. And he was right, you know. But, um, yeah, he's very... He's funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and that's cool. We'll have to have him on sometime. I still yeah. want him to join. Yeah. So we have yeah. my wife, so we need to have Bill. Yes. <laughs> he comes home uh, on the uh, first through the fourth, but I, I don't know. Cool. We'll see. Cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's just about being a fan of what you love. Yes. Um, and just enjoying what you love. Um, there's no need for the negativity or anything. You can not right. like it and it not be negative. 
But just I mean, because you love it doesn't yeah. mean you own it either. Exactly. Exactly. And so in all honesty, I mean, my stance on literally everything that's been happening with the Han Solo movie is I'm in a wait and see. In yeah. all honesty, I was in a wait and see when it was announced because my first thought was why? Yeah. <laughs> holding it was like, pattern. Is this a story that needs to be? Yeah. We're in a holding pattern. Right. I didn't mean to stop you. Oh, no, you're fine. <laughs> I was trying to. I, I'm very animated. Oh, you're okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I've, I've been in a wait and see the whole time. I've never, I've neither been excited nor not excited for the movie. Um, I'm just kind of like, I mean, it's Star Wars. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> it. I mean, it's the same thing as if it were some other obscure Marvel character I cared nothing for. It's a Marvel movie. I'm still going to watch it. <laughs> I'm still going to do it. Like, I mean, cause it's, cause they put out quality and it's something new and who knows, maybe it's a story that I love. I cared nothing for Dr. Strange at first. Um, I even didn't like the movie the first time I watched it, but I own it and I still watch it. And I actually really like the movie now. Um, it was one that took me a few times, which was weird for me. Cause normally I'm like Marvel fanboy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but normally that's the way, but I mean, crossing streams, but just talking about that franchise as a whole though. Um, I mean, that's how I am with Star Wars. Um, Rebels, I really didn't get into at first because I thought it was a little too childish. I know animated series, I got it <laughs> made for kids. But anyways, uh, but the first few episodes for me were a little young for me. And so it was just kind of like, oh, well, I'm good. And then I saw something online, a picture somebody posted of Ahsoka facing down Vader. I was like, oh, I got to watch this now. <laughs> um, and so... I mean, it's it's all in just trying it, in all honesty. I'll be there opening night for Han Solo, for sure. Um, and we'll see how it goes. I agree. And if you don't like a story, don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about why you don't like yeah, it. Yeah, let's talk about why you don't like it. Figure out mm -hmm. why you don't like it. You know. Yeah. And uh, send it to us, because I want to know why you don't like it. Absolutely. Because <laughs> I want to know a lot Definitely. about it. <laughs> Absolutely. Sorry, right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Castle Run Weekly. Um, I know we were very opinionated <laughs> in this episode, uh, but it was a lot of fun to talk about. Um, and we want to hear from you, definitely. Um, because, again, we're just fans. Uh, we're not experts. We're not professionals, um, even though we like to think of ourselves as that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> we're not. Um, and so we would love to hear from you guys and uh, hear your fan theories, uh, your thoughts on the Han Solo drama. Um, all of it. We just want to hear from you. We love talking to you guys, uh, the guys, that have, everybody who's already reached out to us and everything. Um, thank you. Uh, and we'll continue to respond back to you guys and everything. Um, but you can find us on, if you haven't already, uh, on our social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Kessel Run Weekly. Um, and all the cool stuff coming up on our website, KesselRunWeekly.com. Uh, Heather has put a lot into the website. It looks amazing. Um, and it's ever-changing. Uh, we're always adding new stuff, so if you go there one day, it looks one way, and go there another, and it looks a little bit different. That's because we keep uh, keep working on it and keep trying and everything, and we want to get the perfect website for you guys. Um, so, yeah. So, until next time, my name is Danny. I'm Heather. And may the Force be with you. <laughs>